0: my name is mike iconelli they call me ike i've been a pro bass fisherman for almost 25 years my world is fishing
1: never give up never give up
0: i've reached the pinnacle of my sport i've won the bassmaster classic and angler of the year title this is what happens when you get a super bowl champ and a bassmaster classic champ in the same boat i want to meet people who have also reached. The top of their professions. I told you, Mike, never give up. Fellow athletes with a passion for what they do. It's more of a way to make a living, isn't it? Wow. Yep. Yep. I want to experience the world.
2: Peter, going. Ah!
1: Oh! Ah!
2: Then bring them into my world.
0: Welcome to my world. You ready for this? I'm ready. All right, I just pulled up to Lane Johnson's house. Today, I'm going to enter his world and see what it takes to become an all pro NFL lineman. Yep, yep, feet are going. All right, here we are. Just got here to meet my good friend, Jim Miller. I'm here to step into his world, see what it takes to be a professional UFC fighter. (laughs) I'm here to meet my good friend, Martin Truich Jr. Martin is a superstar of NASCAR. I'm here to jump into his world to find out what it takes to become a NASCAR champion. Martin! Mike, you're here already! Yeah, buddy. Are you saying you beat me here? I did, I got here quick. Welcome to my world. Here's the challenge. You gotta catch a largemouth bass. Alright. Huh? Oh yeah. We gotta catch a striper? Striper! <laughs> we gotta catch a channel catfish. Oh! Catfish! Our bonus fish today is going to be an exotic
1: snakehead.
0: <laughs> I feel the pressure, man. <laughs> Dude, you caught the rarest fish Woo. of them all. That's a snakehead. Look at the teeth on that thing. <laughs> yeah. We got
2: a real good challenge today. and The challenge is two
0: bass over five pounds.
2: One down. <laughs> One to go. Yeah.
0: Ah! <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's a good one.
2: It's quite a way to make a living, isn't it?
0: You know, it, it was it was a dream come true in a sick way.
2: I
1: got one. Here we go.
2: That's a good first fit, man. Beautiful.
1: Ah, look Okay. <laughs> yeah. Got him! Got him! Got him! Go! Let me out of here!
0: Mwah. I'll take it. Welcome to my world, you ready for this? I'm ready.
3: <laughs> I'm pretty damn impressed how easy he got it up there. We, we struggle ourselves.
2: <sighs> I just keep thinking about fishing.
0: Hey everybody. Hey. Hey everybody. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There we go. There we go. Hey everybody. How you doing tonight? Welcome to a brand new show. This isn't the regular Ike Live show. This happens to be a My World special. I'm so excited you're here to join us. Tonight, we're going to be talking all about this brand new show coming on CBS Sports. It's called My World and we thought, what a better way to introduce this show than to bring on a special co-host? You're not going to see Pete Lusick or Brian De Carpenter as my co-host, but we have one of the world's best UFC fighters in the world and a good friend of mine, Jim Miller, co-hosting tonight. How you doing, Jim? I'm good. I'm good, dude. Thanks for doing this with me. No problem. My pleasure. Uh, I want to. I, I want to start by saying that our show was one of the most challenging <laughs> but fun shows that we've shot this season. I want you to know that right off the bat.
1: Thank
0: you. Uh, it, it was fun. We're going to talk about more about that later. But if you're watching right now, um, I want you to watch this whole show. We are going to have all of the athletes that were on uh, this show with us tonight. They're going to be checking in with us. Um, you're going to be hearing from Lane Johnson in just a little bit. You're going to be hearing from Kyle Troop in just a little bit. Uh, in our second segment, uh, we're going to be joined by Martin Troix Jr. Uh, also, Keyshawn Whitehorse will be joining us, uh, and then we're, we might also get a surprise guest who is going to be joining us at the very end. And I won't even—I'm not even going to give you her name yet because uh, it's—it's going to be awesome. Um, okay, so uh, let me also remind you that if you're watching tonight. I know you want to hear about the show. I know you want to get info, but we want to hear from you as well. Your input, if you've got questions, if you've got comments, please send them through. Uh, We want to hear what you have to say. Let me intro the rest of the room real quick uh, because these shows don't happen all by themselves. Let me tell you this. Uh, There's some people behind the scenes here pushing buttons, making plays. So producing the show tonight, we have our one and only, you know who the guy is, Brian the Carpenter producing tonight. Brian, how are you doing tonight?
2: Um good, Mike. I'm over here anonymously in the corner. Okay,
0: not an- an- anonymously in the corner, That's right, but you in can the hear dark. his voice. Oh. There he goes. <laughs> There's Brian the Carpenter. Also, uh, Miss Rebecca joining us tonight as the I would call you the assistant producer tonight. Or uh, s- I'm just
4: gonna make it so Brian doesn't kill me.
0: Brian doesn't kill you. Okay. No, so she, s- she
2: produced it. It's a fantastic job
0: <laughs> Okay, good job, Becky. <laughs> Becky. And then last but not least, you know, uh, the one and only Rizzo, a.k.a. Riz, a.k.a. Rich in the house tonight, producing and answering some IMs for us. How are you doing tonight, Rich? Doing great, Mike. I'm
5: excited for this. Can't wait to see the show tomorrow night.
0: Okay. It's going to be great. Uh, Real quick, let me me start off by saying, uh, if you haven't seen the thousands of posts and promotions we've had for this, and Jim, we have. We have had thousands of them. Um, The show premieres tomorrow night on CBS Sports, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, I cannot wait for you guys to see the entirety of this show. We worked really hard on it. I'm proud of the project. Um, And here's the thing. I've mentioned this to a lot of people. And, Jim, you can back me up on this. Dude, right now, the world is – there's a lot of crazy, weird, negative shit going on in the world, right? 100%. (laughs) I mean, from politics to COVID to just the world is weird and strange and a lot of negative stuff going on. This show was fun. I had a lot of fun with you shooting this show. We laughed. There were ups and downs. It was, I was entertained. Um, it was an, a great experience for me. And I want to pass that to people. I, yeah. hope, I hope people feel that when they watch the show. I want them to have fun. You know what I mean? This isn't, nothing against any other fishing show out there. Right? I, and I'm a fan of them, all of them. I, I won't even name any names. All, all of them. I love fish shows, <laughs> but I want people to be entertained by the show. I want them to laugh. I want them to have a good time. I want to feel the energy that we had.
6: I, I had a great time too, you know. Yeah. Uh, both both days in yeah. the gym and and on the water. It was uh, it was awesome.
0: Yeah. Uh, so Jim brought up uh, if if you don't know the concept of the show is really cool, and I'm getting to jump into the world of other athletes uh and and try their world for a day right whatever their sport is perspective sport is and i gotta be honest and and jim you can be honest too i'm not very good at anything but fishing i (laughs) i feel like i i'm sort of like a blank slate i'm not that good at anything else but fishing but that's good right because i'm coming in clean right i don't have i'm not taint it I'm ready to learn. No, uh, no bad habits. No bad habits, no. right? Uh, and it was one of the most amazing parts of the show was was me jumping into the world of the athletes like yourself. Uh, your day in particular, because and 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 I'm being honest. When I watch it, you know, because I'm a, I've been a fan of yours in UFC forever, right? And it's so easy to sit back and I got my remote. <laughs> and me and Becky put the kids to bed, you know, and we got a remote downstairs and we finally figure out because this whole uh, pay-per-view thing with the ESPN is a disaster anymore. So by the time yeah. you finally figure it out, you know, it get, you get it on there. And I love watching it. And from afar, you're like, God, yeah, these guys are just – they're just tough dudes. But the day with you made me realize how much, like, work and skill and training and technique – when I was sitting on my couch, I didn't see that. It took me getting into the gym to see that. That was an amazing thing for me. A- as a teacher, do you have new people come into the gym that 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 experience that same thing. They don't really get it until they see it
6: all, all the time. Yeah. All the time, you know. It's a it's there's there's uh there's a lot that goes into it. It honestly just like fishing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, like yeah. You know, if it, it, I've got different moves, I've got different setups for for my moves you know and it's like i've got the ones that work for me more often than others yeah but sometimes it's those little adjustments you have to make yeah in order to to, to land them in a fight uh or or even on the mats and training so um you know it's uh, the devil's in the details uh with jujitsu and mma and and honestly uh i think that day i probably wouldn't have caught any fish if, <laughs> if i didn't have your help in telling me what what bait to use and, yeah. and really how to fish it so yeah.
0: Well, there, there's a lot of analogies and we talked about it on the show a lot. And I, I hope why everybody watches this first season of my world, you're going to see these analogies and you mentioned one, which is you can find comparisons between every sport and fishing and we experienced it. Right. And you, you just hit it right on the head. You can map out the day in your head. You can map out your fight and, and, and think, you know, what's going to happen but you've got to be willing to adjust and the change. And, and we did that our our day of fishing as we, well.
6: We definitely did. Yeah. yeah.
0: We had to do a lot of uh, adapting. Speaking of training, um, before and before I get into that, I want to say something for everybody watching. And Becky, you're watching me like a hawk right now. I want to say this to you too. Jim, you're my favorite person that ever beat me up. <laughs> <laughs> I've been beat up uh, multiple times in my life uh, from high school till, till adulthood till now. And, <laughs> You're my favorite person that's ever beat me up. Uh, that I'm honored. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> having you choke me out to to uh, unconscious oblivion was um was a great experience. So thank you for that.
6: You're
1: welcome.
0: I, I,
6: <laughs> we can do it again.
0: <laughs> uh, we might have to do that if you guys are looking for bloopers at the end of the show. We might recreate that. Uh, but speaking of training, you've got uh, c- catch me up a little. You got a, a fight here in about three weeks. Yep. Yeah. So you're training hard right now. T- talk talk to us about that a little bit.
6: Uh yeah, so I'm fighting uh September eighteenth, uh out in Las Vegas. Yeah. Um uh I can't remember the name of the card. It's a I think a fight night something. There's so many at this point. Yeah. Uh but uh yeah, this will be my thirty-eighth fight inside the UFC, uh, which will get me the lead again in, in most fights in, in UFC history. And, yep. and uh that's amazing. That's know.
2: amazing. Isn't yeah. it?
1: Yes. <laughs> a round
6: of applause for Jim Mellon. Yeah. If, you, if, if, if you're gonna be dumb, you gotta be tough, right? Oh, man. <laughs> Most people haven't done
5: 38 things of anything <laughs> that many times in their life. You've you've had that many fights, man. That's that's peace mode stuff. Yeah, Thank you. That's amazing. You are you're you're a
0: veteran. And and for me, I mean, does that does that feel good to know you're a veteran? Because I say that because I drew a kid this past week. I had a tournament up on Thousand Islands, and I drew a kid the second day, and you know, like he's probably all like in his mid to late 20s you know and he was like yeah when i was when i was like 10 i watched you win that tournament on gunnersville and i was like to me i felt like that was like just a few years ago Mm. and i realized shit that was in 2006 (laughs) you know it's like does that how does that make you feel that you're a veteran with all these fights does it make you feel good does it make you feel old
6: it both
1: yeah
0: (laughs) yeah definitely definitely both
6: (laughs) Uh, it makes me feel good that, you know, like, uh, I, my name gets mentioned in a list of, of guys that, uh, I consider like legends in the sport. Yeah. Um, you know, when you're talking about fights in the UFC wins in the UFC, um, and, and some of the other things that we keep track of, <laughs> Yeah, uh, but then yeah, on the flip side, it's like, man, like you, th- you think about it, you know, I made my UFC debut back in 2008 and it's like, phew, that was, Coming up on thirteen years ago, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, so you know, and then my kids always like to, they just like to stick it and turn it, you know. And they're like, "Hey, you're gonna fight for another ten years, right, Dad?" I'm like, no,
0: <laughs> not gonna happen. <laughs> uh, oh you know, my god,
6: so. that's awesome.
0: Uh, speaking of uh, our episode, uh, you know, there's a lot of challenges that you that you're presented with in UFC all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's uh, an opponent. Um, whether it's a, a move, you know, you've, you, you've got to get out of this move. We had a lot of challenges during our day of fishing. Uh, and, and I know Becky had a note in here to not give away too much on each show, <laughs> but I do want to mention that we had one of the biggest challenges of them all, which was the place we decided to fish had no water. Yeah. That was amazing. Wasn't it?
6: It, it was. Yeah.
0: It was, uh... it, it, it's not amazing. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it was crazy because, like, we had no idea. Like,
5: they were really shallow that day. We, they yeah. were really, yeah. really
0: shallow that day. But I would put it at a two-mile hike. Does that sound fair? About a two-mile hike About, in? Yeah, yeah. About two miles. And to hike two miles in to, you <laughs> know, like, the whole way in, I'm just like, my heart's beat. And I'm like, I cannot wait to fish. I cannot wait to show Jim this fishery. It's incredible. <laughs> We're, you know and and I jinxed it because the day before when we were shooting in the gym I said man I hope it I hope it doesn't go too like I don't want to catch him too easy I said that
1: <laughs> to the producer
0: I said that to our producer Nate I said I hope it doesn't go too easy and here we walk in and we get there and it's like we get to the clearing the opening and we look and there's no water in the place <laughs> like it was empty empty it had like an inch of water on there that was craziest, most disheartening feeling I've ever had because I had this high expectation, but we kept grinding. Mm-hmm. We kept grinding. We kept going. Um, You caught a big fish quick. And then, and then we, we did hit a lull, but, uh, but we kept fighting. We kept persevering, kept fighting through it. And we ended up having, uh, having a relatively pretty good day. I we would did, say, yeah. yeah, it was interesting. A lot of ups and downs, uh, let me remind you, if you're watching right now, this is the My World Special. I've got uh, UFC champion, world champion, not amazing not uh, fighter, Jim Miller, sitting next to me. And you are my co-host tonight. Yeah, Yeah, you're, yes. you're my co
2: You're Mike's champion. <laughs> yeah, you're my champion.
0: Uh, if you have any questions, please let them through. Send them through to Riz. We want to answer those for you as well. Jim, here's a good, good question. And then I think we're going to get on a couple other guests, if I'm correct. What was the biggest challenge in filming this show? What would you say the biggest challenge was in filming the show, besides the first lake having no water in it?
6: Um I mean, we 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 chose we chose a, a fishing style. I think that was uh it was a little bit of a a handicap, yeah, honestly. Um Yeah, no boat yeah no boat hip (laughs) waiters waiters from the shore limited tackle Mm -hmm. limited tackle so we yeah we definitely uh we we narrowed our our ability to 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 get to where the fish were right uh so yeah it was uh but i i grew up fishing off the off the shore anyway so it's uh it's kind of a blast from the past you know so yeah um but yeah i think that was probably the the toughest part because i i think where we ended up catching our fish uh and and getting our uh, majority of our fish, um if we could have moved around a little bit, I think we could have
0: could have really caught them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then yeah.
6: then you would have been uh, you would have been correct, and we would have just it would have been too easy. Yeah.
0: Well, I I'm glad that we did it that way because I think a lot of people you know will appreciate that fishing access. You don't need a big boat, mm-hmm. right? You can have waders. You can have a canoe, a kayak, and it gets back to my roots in fishing too. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad I'm glad we did it that way. But I would agree that was a challenge. Yeah. I think we we were up for the challenge and uh, and we did a good job. I don't want to give too much away. You guys are going to see it. Um, one of the episodes, Jim Miller. You're going to see some ups. You're going to see some downs. You're going to see uh, uh, you're going to see us fight through some challenges and uh, some exciting stuff happen for sure. Uh, we've got another guest checking in with us, uh, Brian Carpenter. Who we got coming in here? I'm very excited to get our next guest on. Oh, I know this guy. Join it out, baby. Now. There he goes, the one and only Kyle
7: Troop, everybody. What's up, Mike? How you doing, guys? Glad to be on the show.
0: Kyle, how you doing?
7: I've been doing good, man. We uh, wrapped up the summer tour uh, the last five weeks. We kind of limped to the finish line on the season there, but uh, all in all, we led the points, So it was a, a good bowling season and enjoying a few weeks off right now for the first time and probably about a year since COVID pretty much.
0: Wow. That's incredible. All right. First question for you. And this is an obvious one. Have you fished at all since we were together?
7: I have not Mike. Uh, that was actually one thing on the plan here, uh, in the two weeks home. Uh, I was home all week. Uh, my buddy William, you know, that I mentioned a few times, uh, going out fishing with him. Uh, we've got some fishing plans coming up. So yeah, I'm ready to put the, uh, the Ike rod. to to work. Yeah.
0: I love it. Uh, It it was uh, Kyle. It was an incredible experience to, to get the fish with you, but for me, an even more incredible experience to get to bowl with you. And, and I've learned so much Uh, for people watching um, Kyle, talk a little bit about, they're going to get to see it in this episode. And I cannot wait for them to see this episode, but talk a little bit about your style of bowling. If I'm correct, you're one of eight in the professional leagues that uses a two-handed bowling style. Tell people watching that don't know what that means, explain that.
7: Yeah, so uh, you know, we could, you know, rewind back to whenever I was younger, you know, little kid. Um, you know, my father was a professional, so he started me out with a heavy bowling ball as a kid, so I had to kind of bowl with two hands as I got older. Uh, thank thank God that my father never changed me to a one-handed bowler. Uh, stuck with the two-handed delivery, uh, and it's definitely the new age of bowling. Uh, props to Jason Belmonte, several other players that came and uh, kind of put the two-handed bowling on the map. And nowadays, I mean, you see kids 25 years old winning titles. Uh, it's definitely the the new delivery. Uh, Mike, uh, I know you like to test the waters a little bit in your yeah. bowling yeah. Uh, with your style. So, you know, it's, it's definitely the new way of bowling. Uh, it's kind of how I've always grown up uh we at the end of the day, we pretty much release it with one hand. It's just more of a a cradle with the second hand, yeah, yeah. Uh, people say it's it's ha- it's you know twice as easy, I say it's twice as hard because we're using both hands instead of just one, but hey, you know, who's up for a fun argument?
0: Well, I gotta tell you and i and I'm gonna call uh my wife Becky to plate on this a little bit to verify this, but so I wanna say it was about two weeks after we filmed. I had an event up on Lake Champlain. And right before the tournament started, I had a day off. We were camping together as a family. And there was a bowling alley right across the street from the campground. It was in Plattsburgh, New York. And uh, and we went over and bowled with the kids. And I got to tell you that using the two-handed bowling style you taught me, I beat the snot out of my wife and my two kids. So thank you, Kyle. Back You're welcome. any of this for me.
7: I believe I remember seeing the Instagram too. I don't, I don't think
4: beating the snot. Out oh,
0: of okay. The Is that not thing. accurate? Okay, all right. But I did utilize the technique, Kyle. It was it was great. Um, I, I think I did. Oh, How many strikes did I get that first? That first game, I think I got like three strikes. I was happy. I was proud of that. I got no bumpers
7: strikes. either, right, Mike? No, no, no <laughs>
0: There
7: we go, my man. Yeah, look at this.
0: <laughs> oh, we did have bubbles. Oh, oh man.
7: well, a... that's okay. You probably didn't hit him. You didn't use him, Mike. I know you.
0: <laughs> I don't think I did. I don't think I did. Um, once again, without giving too much away in the show, um, besides learning a lot, really gaining appreciation for the sport and why you guys are the best in the world, I got to see something. That day, I got to see something when we filmed in the bowling alley that was the single most incredible thing I've ever witnessed up close at bowling. And you, 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 you got these pins. <laughs> Tell me about what happened. Explain. You can explain it better to me, but I saw it with my own two eyes. What happened? Uh,
7: yeah. So that was that was such a, a fun day of, of filming, and uh, you know the the difficult split came up. You know, we don't we don't make these splits too often, and uh, I've only done it once in my life. Uh, I won't give away the split, but uh, it was a pretty crazy shot. That's probably like a two percent chance across a thousand attempts. Wow! And uh, we we gave it a good run, so we'll have to we'll have to tune in and and see the final result. But there uh, there might be you know some some record breaking uh, performances on the show. I don't want to give away too many secrets, but the pick may be coming out.
0: Wow. It was incredible. Jim, I got to tell you, you know, and again, I don't want to give away what the exact thing was, but I've never seen, I've never, I can't even believe it happened, but he was able to get these two pins down and there's no way. It's like a one in a billion (laughs) chance and it happened. So I'm, I'm just for the record, you have not got that shot again since we filmed.
7: Oh, no, no. Uh, I have left it a few times, which is not so good for me. Uh, uh, No, I I have not made that. Uh, And, you know, that's kind of the goal. We want to stay away from the splits. But like I said, it was kind of a little bit of a rough summer. So, you know, maybe uh, a few few more rocky waves, you know, we could say on the lanes in the summertime. But no, uh, we're, we're still searching for that glory day again. Man, that was amazing. All right, Riz,
0: I know we got some questions coming through the IMs. What do we got?
5: Yeah, that's right. Uh, this question is actually for Kyle. Uh, Kyle, uh, Brad on the message board wants to know, would you consider Ike to be the Pete Weber of fishing?
7: So, you know, that that was uh, probably the most fun that I had, was really getting to know Mike. Uh, you know, he, he's very outgoing, uh, wears his heart on his sleeve, you know, wears his shows his emotions. Uh, so I, that's a very fair statement. And, you know, Mike, we might have to flare your style up just a little bit or get you some, you know, some uh, PDW, some PDW shades. But, you know, uh, he's got the flair. He's got the fire. He loves what he does. Uh, you know, Brad, you got my vote. Mike, I think you are now the bad. Are you going to be the bad boy of fishing, though? Because Pete Weber is the bad boy of bowling. So <laughs> well- might have to work on that because you seem pretty pretty nice guy from, from what I remember. Yeah. Well,
0: they what they want to call me the bad boy of fishing, but I don't, I don't think I deserve that title. <laughs> I don't think I deserve that title. Now I will tell you this. And, and, uh, for, for every one of the athletes I fished with, I, there's, there's something I admire about him. I admire Jim's ability to choke me out, you know, in an instant. It was amazing, but Kyle, I gotta, I gotta be honest with you. I'm so jealous of your hair. I love your hair. I mean, I am, I am, I, you know I, I haven't had good hair since high school so I just I'm, I'm jealous of it but it's become a trademark for you and uh, it, it, it is part of your brand uh, for sure. Is it hard to go places uh, and, and not be recognized? I know in the bowling world, you know when we got to the alley it was like you know it, it was uh, people were swarming but is it in regular life do people recognize you? is it, is it do you get swarmed?
7: Yeah. You know, uh, this year was a really good year on tour. So I would say the, the popularity of the fro grew, grew a little bit. Uh, I knew I was starting to get recognized and kind of make it in the sport when I was getting recognized on the golf course. Uh, you know, cause wow. that's 300, 400 yards away. We had yeah. a group today that was uh really slow in front of us and, and, uh, we kind of hit into them and the guy was like, Kyle troop. I'm like, yeah, I mean, that wasn't my ball, but yeah, He's like, ah, oh, ball. So, you know, uh, it, it's very humbling though, to meet fans, you know, Traveling through airports, you know, going into bowling centers, restaurants, uh, you know, that that tells me, you know, more people are tuning into bowling. Yeah. You know, that's what we want as bowlers. We want more people watching, you know, grow the bowling family. So uh, it's very humbling. You know, I guess it tells me I'm, I'm doing my job, which, you know, uh, I'm blessed to be able to do. So, uh, you know, hopefully my hair doesn't stop growing anytime soon. <laughs> I did get a new barber, a new barber for the first time, touched it up. That was a nerve wracking day, but we succeeded. Uh, and the fro is going to be ready for for 2022. That's awesome. All right, Jim, I got to ask you,
0: how's your bowling game? By the way,
6: uh, not very good.
0: Not very good. Not very good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Would you consider trying the two handed bowling style? Of course.
6: Yeah. Anything. Anything will help at this point. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think you should try it. I think yeah. it would, would be a good move. Uh, the other thing, uh, Jim, your UFC uh, was was sort of a fringe sport at one time, mm-hmm. and it's grown now to what I would consider a mainstream sport. Do you have any advice for, for Kyle as, as he travels through this progression of bowling, becoming more mainstream?
6: Uh, enjoy the ride. Yeah. <laughs> you
7: no, know, we enjoy yeah. the ride, uh, bud. <laughs> I, you know, yeah,
6: the, the being recognized. Yeah. I, I, I look, I get confused or, uh, people confuse me with other fighters all the time. Um, I just, I guess I look like everybody. Um, <laughs> the weirdest place that I've gotten recognized was in the bathroom at a Walmart though. <laughs> wow. That is strange. <laughs> yeah, Can you I'm, tell us that story? Well, I was in it going to the bathroom in the urinal and right, some guy came to the urinal next to me and he's like, Oh, Hey Jim, what's up? And he sticks his elbow out for an elbow. But <laughs> wow. <while laughs> we <were laughs> Why away. you guys were peeing, while we were peeing. Wow. You know? Yeah. So that's
0: amazing. I've, that I've was had an autograph pinnacle. request was a come for into
7: the bathroom. So yeah, we, <laughs> We got some crazy bowling fans, too, man. You know, uh, they, they want to follow you into the bathroom for yeah. an autograph. I'm like, hey, I yeah. can't escape any other way, so I'll be right back out. Like, <laughs> yep. But we love it. We love the fans. You know, we love the support. And, uh, you know, I have to say, Jim, at least you get recognized for other fighters. I, I've already seen in the comments. Uh, Bob Ross is definitely my, my <laughs> alter ego. Uh, we paint happy strikes. And, uh, you know, <laughs> enjoy the splits.
0: That's that's great. Well I uh, my my guy that I was compared to growing up and even now is uh, Eddie Munster from the Munster. So (laughs) so Bob Ross is a good one compared to Eddie Munster. I know I have those weirders. What's your weirdest story, Mike? My weirdest story? Oh, I've got uh, of a fan. Yeah. Oh I've got I've got a lot of good ones. I I don't know what
4: bathroom stories. I remember the guy at Cracker Barrel that cried.
0: Yes. Mm. Yes. Yeah. I have a lot of criers. I have a lot of uh, (laughs) a lot of, you know, like when you meet somebody, you meet a fan and you shake their hand or you or you, you know, you, you, you bump them a lot of. Yeah. A lot of shakers. But (laughs) but here's the thing, man. They they love it. Yeah. Mm. To me, it's very humbling. Yeah. It's very flattering. Like I I, I can't even explain it. But to know that you're evoking that emotion from someone. That's a powerful thing. And, yeah. people, you know, people were have enjoyed watching me fish over the years and inspired people. Dude, is there anything like that in the world? It's a great thing, right? Yeah, it's awesome. It's yeah. a great thing. And I know both of you guys have that. And the ability to give back to kids, Jim, I know you do it. Mm-hmm. Kyle, I know you do it, teaching kids. And, man, that's, that's it's an amazing thing. Um, bowling. So, hold on. I, yeah. want,
4: I want to dive in for a second. You do. Know.
0: Come on okay. back, Devin.
4: Jim, you've hung out with Mike many a time. So, there was probably nothing surprising in your shoot cuz you kind of know Mike, you know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah. But Kyle, is there anything that you <laughs> expected or didn't expect? Something that surprised you was he who you thought he was going to be or do you have any like like from not knowing him and we threw you into this? And one of the things is that it's kind of fun half the guests mike knows like for season one the other half of the guests mike didn't know and we made a point to not let you guys interact whatsoever yeah we stuck a camera on you yeah because we wanted to see what would happen so do you have any memories from like meeting being on the boat like anything like that you expected or didn't expect
7: well, the, I do remember my first impression was that's a sick boat. So uh, I knew I was in for a <laughs> fun day when I seen the boat. But, you know, I, I knew Mike celebrated a lot. I guess, spoiler, we may have caught a fish on the show. Uh, and I, I, may, <laughs> I, I may not have been ready for the celebration. I mean, I, I knew it was full send. You know, I pick it out in my celebrations. I get pretty amped up. But that was the next level. And, uh, you know, I kind of took that to heart. I was like, hey, I need to have the, the Ike – the Ike blood, uh, when we get on TV next time, that was, that was pretty shocking. I mean, you know, the, the, the fans and the viewers, they'll get to see, but, uh, I think I was a little in shock at first. And then I'm like, okay, I can deal with this guy. Yeah. This is, this is my kind of, my kind of style here. Uh,
0: that's awesome. That's awesome. And, and here's, here's the thing. i I want to talk you up a little bit, Kyle, Jim, you fished since you were a kid. We have fished together a lot and out here on my Lake and I knew you had skills. I knew you were a fisherman, right? With Kyle, you know, I I'm, I'm I'm being honest, Kyle. Right? I didn't know what your level was, your your fishing level was. You were the one of the quickest studies I've ever had in my boat, and I'm not just saying that because this isn't my world special. I'm serious. You were one of the quickest studies, and you picked it up like like that. I was so impressed with that, and I but I think. Jim, I honestly, think a lot of top athletes have the ability to do other things really quick, right? Because it's the mindset of a top athlete. I, I you know like what I mean? I like to think so. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, Kyle, you 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 picked it up super quick. It was amazing. Well, thank you, it,
7: thank you, sir. Hey, uh, you know, uh, the the good learning starts from a good coach. So, thank you, Mike. You, you definitely show me the way on the water. It was a, it, a lot it, of fun. I I, got, I still got to show William a few things. Got to show my buddy a few tricks that we learned on the water.
0: That's awesome. It was fun. Um, I got another quick question. What do you think was the hardest thing and what was the easiest thing about filming our particular episode? What was the hardest and what was the easiest?
7: Uh, the hardest thing would probably, uh, be, you know, the, the scare of the hurricane, you know, yeah, you know, just wanted to make it back home, make it to my next bowling tournament. <laughs> you know, I, i'm not a huge water person to begin with and yeah. then got me out on a boat in a hurricane but uh you know that that was it <laughs> it's like hey kyle come on up you know come on up on the show it's gonna it's only be cool. a little we're hurricane gonna, it's only gonna, 70 mike, mile an hour sustained winds come on my, my world hurricane. of chasing storms with mike iconelli but uh <laughs> you know that that was pretty tough i was like all right well you know I, I told my parents i love them so so here we go let's go catch a fish but and then uh, the easiest thing. You know, and I say that that was the difficult part, which I think then brings it to the easiest part was, uh, I think, just filming in general. It, it all felt pretty natural. You know, I felt yeah. like we uh, we connected yeah. pretty early. Uh, we had a good time. I mean, I felt like by the end of the show, uh, by the end of filming, we had known each other for for quite some time. So, you know, I felt like the filming in general, you know, and we, we were two great professionals at our at our uh, professions. So it was, you know, just a blast doing the filming. And, and I felt like that was the easy part, it, you know, maybe catching the fish was a little more t- difficult, but you know, uh, hanging out, having a good time on film that, uh, that came pretty natural and, and was a, a lot of fun and a memory that I'll, uh, I'll keep for a long time. Yeah. I'd,
0: I'd agree with that. And I cannot wait for people to see our episode. Uh, if you're watching this right now, uh, keep your eye out. Uh, the premiere again is this Monday on CBS sports, 9. PM. Eastern time. Uh, Six straight weeks, six great shows. I cannot wait for you to see Jim Miller show, Kyle Troop show. It's going to be great. Uh, Kyle, before we let you go, what's next? What do you got? Give us an update on when does the tour start back up? What do you have the rest of the summer, this fall? What's coming up for you?
7: Yeah, so uh, actually in the fall, so our PBA tour season is pretty much wrapped up for the year. Uh, We do have the Chris Paul Invitational. Uh, The TV date will be released a little later in the year. Uh, That'll probably be like a fall event. Uh, But then after that, we're doing a lot of coaching. I've got a lot of clinics set up. Uh, I'll be going to New York, Idaho, and Vegas over the next couple of weeks. Uh, Like you said, you know, giving back, doing some coaching for the kids and adults. So, you know, that's a lot of fun. We don't get to do that a lot during our uh, peak season. So, you know, we're kind of hitting the brakes for just a a little bit. You know, we're going to teach a little bit, spread the knowledge, and uh, and then get back to work. You know, our season is going to start up in January, full force on Fox. And, um, you know, so we're looking forward to to getting back to work and, you know, defending the title, you know, defending hopefully player of the year. Uh, we're not guaranteed that yet, but uh, everything seems to be leading in that direction. So, you know, it's been a blessing in 2021, but it's time to hit the gas. Looking forward to next year.
0: I like it. Bigger and better things in 2022. I like it. There you hopefully bigger it. hair. And bigger hair. Kyle Troop, everybody. Yes. Kyle, thanks for coming on tonight. I can't wait for you to see the episode too. I hope you, I hope you love it. I got to preview it. It's it's pretty good. You're gonna have a good
7: time watching it. I can't wait. The family's ready for it. All right. Good seeing you, Kyle Troop. Everybody. Thanks for having me, guys. Good. To see you.
0: Now, Jim, I I forgot to mention that to you. Are you uh are, when our episode airs? And 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 I think Beck, can we we can get an exact date? Do we know when Jim and I's episode are going to air? Do we? Okay, are you going to do anything special? I mean, are you going to get like the family around? Well, or we do like popcorn or beers, or what? Are, what are we thinking about?
6: Yeah, yeah, well, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. might
0: be fun to like watch it on the big screen. It would and, be, yeah,
6: yeah. We definitely got to get them, get them on there. Yeah, sure, yeah. Jim. they they could yell at you, throw stuff at the
2: TV. Yeah, Jim. Who <laughs> who does who does Kyle remind you of in the UFC?
6: Oh. uh, yeah, now you're just I'm gonna draw a blank on it. Violent uh, Bob Ross is yes, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh crap. <laughs> Wait, there's actually a guy named Violent Bob well, Ross. Well, that's his nickname. Yeah, uh, Bob, Bob Ross. <laughs> and he looks he's like, in my weight class.
2: That was my next question. Clearly, you're not sweating him very much. <laughs> <laughs> call him out, right now. No Bob. Uh, I'll look up his name and you call him out. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'll get right back to it. Yeah,
6: better you better hey, like If you're, like, you're not tuned sl- in, you need to be
2: slide me the note. With
6: his name on it. <laughs> By the way, who you, you can't do that to me. Yeah. Sorry, By the man. way, who are you fighting on the 18th? Uh, Nicholas or Mata. Okay. How are they pronounced last name? All right. Yep. What's that? September, September 20th. 20th.
0: Wow. How about that? Nice. So it might be like a double. It could yeah. be a celebration and a viewing at the and same time. Yeah. So I hope that's hap- I hope that happens. Um, real quick too, Jim. I thought of something else. A lot of fighters in the ufc are claiming to be the best fishermen we've <laughs> had true. that we've had this conversation before yeah. but what do you, do you want to weigh in on this at all or
6: i mean i beat kevin van Dam in a fishing tournament so <laughs> that's, <laughs> true. that's true that's, right. that's true yeah, you it's did yep. yeah. Uh, yeah who can say so, that right yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> who can say that
6: nobody nobody none of them can. yeah none of them can say you that. got that one um <laughs> Right. when i when i share the picture of my son's <laughs> giant smallmouth it was a giant i, I, did, I did, up, did say yeah. that you know like it's about giving back to the next generation so, yeah you know if, if any of those other guys you know have their their kid or yeah you know a, a, a nephew or niece or something like that and they can connect on a giant smallmouth like that then right you, then maybe they could take the title right it, but, right but for uh, now you're you're keeping I, it you know yeah i think yeah i think uh i think i need a belt i think you do yeah i think you do uh, let me remind everybody:
0: you're watching uh, the my world special tonight, uh, and we're, we're talking about the show. We've got some of the amazing athletes from the show tonight on with us, talking about the episodes, talking about their life. Of course, my co-host tonight, Jim Miller, sitting to my right. Uh, if you've got questions or comments, send them all through to Rizzo. Uh, Rizzo is going to answer them. Uh, once again, listen: today's Sunday, tomorrow's Monday tomorrow at nine pm eastern time is the first episode on CBS sports uh miss Rebecca real quick do you want to hop on one of the mics if people are watching right now and they're like man do I have CBS sports how how can how do they know can they can they just look at it on their phone or what, their app is there an app or what what else how, what are the other ways they could watch this
4: so the way I found it was I went on CBS sports and just looked up um I, I just googled like how do I find it with my provider? So, with your
0: with your provider, right? right? So it's like Comcast or whatever they have. Right. That's the you can just way, look I it up
4: think, to figure it out. You just have to Google it. Jailbreak okay. your
2: Fire Stick.
0: We, um, uh, we, or that. Yeah. Yeah.
4: <laughs> So, I can't tell you any numbers. <laughs> yeah. On my entire yeah. 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 Um, saying
6: to Google it is kind of a cop out, though. Like <laughs> Google it. It's like, hey, do the work yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Just Google it. Who cares? Bait your own you know, Ask Alexa. Every, number, like,
4: every area is a different number. Like, people have either like AT&T or Comcast or Verizon. Like, everyone's got somebody different. Every number is different anymore. Like, it used to be like three, six, yeah. ten. You can't even like play that game anymore. It's so. true. It, get a voice remote.
0: Get know. a voice
2: remote. It's there really
4: you go.
0: There's the an easy you answer. Get your you. own hook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't read that. Yeah. What's that say?
2: Luis Antonio Pena. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Oh, that's exactly yeah. what you were thinking. It's exactly what I was Oh, is that thinking. the name of the fighter? Yeah. That's why okay. I Bob Ross.
2: Okay.
4: Exactly. I've actually never been punched in the head and I can't remember <laughs> anything. <so> <laughs> <laughs> I
1: wouldn't expect you to remember anything. I, well, thanks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
6: she's like he's been punched a lot yeah
2: yeah i mean
0: speaking Me it's actually you brought something up really good though which is speaking of injuries right fishermen have um big injuries on on the fishing side are like rotator cuffs mm-hmm. uh back injuries arm injuries what are what are some of the most common you guys experience
6: uh a lot of knees, a lot of back and neck as well. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's pretty much anything. <laughs> right. Uh, like me personally is back, neck, feet. Right. Um, fortunately, knock on wood, I've, 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 my knees have been okay. Yeah. But um, yeah, shoulders, everything. You know, we're, we're trying to use our bodies to destroy the joints of our opponents. Right. Body. So, <laughs> right. It, it it wears on you it does yeah it, it's uh you put the, the 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 thing is it's in training you're you're completely in control of it like for the most part right you like, right because you can always tap out yeah so it however deep your ego wants you to go into that submission yeah and that dangerous position yeah is how deep, deep you're gonna go right because there is no there's no harm in uh in tapping early in in training right so um you know, save your knees, save your shoulders. <laughs> right, right, uh, yeah, and 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 train another
2: day. Train another day.
0: Yeah.
6: Um, we've had
0: some amazing. Yes, Brian, did you uh, raise your hand?
2: Yes, I did. I raised my hand. Okay. Ooh, ooh me, 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 Uh, Jeff Olson on the chat board says YouTube oh. TV has CBS Sports Network. Ooh. Wow, that's a good one. Yep, Jeff Olson. Okay. If anyone? Thank you, Jeff. Jeff. Yeah. YouTube TV. I like it. I punched uh, a big silver carp reeling in a 12-pounder. Wait, what? They uh, caught a 12-pound carp? I don't know. I think the this, this screen moved on me.
0: 12-pound <laughs> carp's a good one. It's a decent fish.
5: That's not bad. Yeah, big Shaw He punched out a 12-pound silver carp after reeling it in for about three minutes. Wow. Yeah. He punched it out. <laughs> punched it out. Like the stingray. Ooh. Oh, he wants yeah. wants to learn that move from Brian.
2: Wow. <laughs> stingrays can punch back.
5: <laughs> they even, do. Even,
2: even when they're sold in half.
0: They do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sting, stingrays are uh they're mean. Yeah. They're badass. Um
6: Rest in peace, Steve Irwin. Yeah. <laughs> this is true, yeah. man. So I t- I will uh, since you brought it up,
0: I w- I will tell you the story. So Brian got it in the finger uh, a few weeks ago. Mm. They were out sh- they were out shark vision. Yeah. They caught a stingray. Uh-huh. They were, I
2: don't, we were cutting it up for bait afterwards. It right. Was a good size cow nose ray. It was, it was right. a big one. It was over three feet wing Yeah. Tit. Yeah. Uh, and we had one wing sawed off. We had the other one just about, I swear, I was just cut through the last sinew. And that thing, with its last dying piece of energy, gotcha. in got the, me the pinky, gotcha. Got got in the pinky. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about pain. Not, right. Yeah. Jim. You don't know pain. Still, yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't know. You, you don't know, know pain. You until you've, you've, been, been, pain pinky, Brian, you've been, been stung by a stingray. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know pain in the left pinky. Yeah. In the left pinky.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Grazed in the yeah. left pinky. Just not even, not even a puncture. Just a graze. Let
2: me tell you about pain, Jim. It's, it's a bit
0: of a flesh wound, <laughs> you know. So to 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 make you feel better though, Brian, and I will tell the story. Go ahead, again, Mike. Put stuff out there. I actually had a stingray injury myself. Yeah, in my foot. By a much smaller stingray, <laughs> but as painful I would tell you for sure and I, I'm I don't tolerate pain very well but uh, it was it was um, it was bad it was bad and and we did all the wrong things so I get mm-hmm. stung by this thing and I'm I'm dying i pee like on ho- it, Pee on it yeah I ho- <laughs> no I hobble out I wish we would have peed on it I hobble out of the water and you know it's a it's a puncture wound there and I don't you know I don't know I'm like in pain and Becky grabs ice. Which is the exact opposite of what you're supposed to do because it doesn't draw it out, it, ice pushes it back mm-hmm. in. So I put the ice on it, I'm like, ah, for like like 30 seconds. Mm. And then it was like, yeah. <laughs> it just came back like 10 <laughs> times worse. <laughs> it was bad. Stay is bad. I mean, yeah. it's a bad, sounds pussyish, but it's yeah. actually pretty, hey. it hurts. Yeah, it does. Hurts really bad.
2: Um, Yeah. Did you talk about getting carried off the beach? I did get. I walk. I got carried off the beach. Yeah, and I by Riley by
0: my daughter. (laughs) Did we get all the details? (laughs) Who at the time was probably eighteen or (laughs) nineteen, right? She
4: was so mad and so annoyed because he was just. And she didn't know what was wrong. He was hanging on her like a baby. Like, <laughs> he was trying to of by her. And she was so ah. horrified and like, <laughs> teenager annoyed. But like, she, she's just looking at me like, Becky, please help. Like, what is wrong <laughs> with
0: him? Dude, it was a wicked pain. It was so bad. I mean, the pain never subsided. Got in the shower. And, like mm. I, I mean, like 40 minutes later, I'm like, di- I feel like I'm dying. I'm not really dying. But I feel like I'm dying. So Becky takes me to the emergency room. There's an emergency room down the road. And the dude there at Emissions was a local guy. He knew. He's like, yeah, it's a stingray. He's like, we'll get you right back. Took. Thank God took me right back. And they give me a drip with pain reliever in the drip. Oh, wow. Nothing. Oh, dude, the whole fucking bag's gone. The bag drips in there. Nothing. I'm still dying. I am dying. I'm like, the pain you can't is, form
5: sentences, but your the pain is so bad. bad. Have
0: you ever been in so much pain where you're throwing up? Like, I'm serious. Like, I'm nauseated. <laughs> this is how bad the pain is. Probably. Finally, the dude comes out with a syringe. And, like, this is Grand Cayman We're in Grand Cayman Islands. Right. So it's not like this little pretty.
2: Is it like witch like, doctor or what you have?
0: Well, listen to me. It's not like a little <laughs> pretty. A Don't sound like it was marble. No, 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 it's a hospital. The first person to
4: lay in this bed. I know. In this room.
0: This I know. No,
5: it's it a was door. above an auto garage. It's a brand
0: new. <laughs> no, it is a brand new hospital. But it's not like a little pretty COVID uh, vaccine syringe. Right. This dude pulls out like a <laughs> looks like a turkey baser. Right. <laughs> and I don't even care. Dude, I don't care. I'm like, bring that shit on. I don't care. And I watch it and I'm watching and I my foot's just propped up there. I, I don't care,
1: dude. Giant
0: thing. turkey baser. Freaking thing. The plunger's that big. The needle's that big. 15. Jam, jams it in the wound. I'm I watched the thing go in the wound. I even hear the noise like the squishing noise. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I'm like give it to me, baby. Three and Three yeah. You injected it. Inject wow. it inject it and and it finally like it was probably 5 or 10 minutes, about 10 minutes, dude, and it just hit the the relief. Yeah. And it was like a weight lifted off your shoulder. Like I was sweating. Dude, yeah. I was sweating. I stopped sweating. I was like It's like you took a massive shit. It was just like, oh Oh, my God, thank God. You know, it was a feeling just like a relief, you
6: know. Stay out of the ocean, Jim. It's funny you mentioned that because the most pain I've ever been in. (laughs) Had to do with the shit. Taking a shit. There you go. So you know exactly what I'm talking about. (laughs) And bad seafood. (laughs) <laughs> wow bad yeah. seafood
0: really yeah.
6: well i want to hear the story I had, I... <laughs> <laughs> it was like a week and a half before one of my fights when i was fighting on the local circuit and uh, i was still working uh construction for my father so yeah we get lunch from uh this uh this deli and we've gotten it there like almost every day and uh so i was you know dieting so i just get like a tuna fish sandwich you know yeah and, uh, i remember like biting into it and i'm like this tastes a little off yeah And, of course, I'm hungry, and uh, so I just chowed out a sandwich, you know, like, even though the tuna fish tastes like lobster. (laughs) Yeah,
0: something something wasn't right. Something wasn't right. Uh,
6: So I ended up getting, like, a, a, you know, uh, food poisoning. Yeah. And uh, the opposite, what you normally think is it comes out a lot, it it actually, like, made me constipated. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) I was laying in bed, just sweating. And my, my, my wife was facing me and just breathing on me and just her breath was just like, I wanted I almost wanted to yell at her, like, throw over. <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's like, it's like, like I was
6: in so much pain and it's yeah. like, you know, cause everybody's like, oh, getting punched in the face must hurt a lot. And it's yeah. Like, in the grand scheme of things. Right. Really? <laughs> Not and, that much. No, yeah. Organ pain, you know, like when it, when it hurts like in here, yeah. that hurts way more than than getting punched in the face. Yeah. yeah. Wow. There you have it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Lesson there for everybody watching. Don't <laughs> eat tuna fish. Bad, don't, don't eat bad tuna don't, fish. Yeah, yeah, don't don't finish the sandwich. Don't bite into it anymore. <laughs> uh, we're going to continue on. I think we have our next guest joining us, uh, and very very excited to have him on this show. I think we've had we've had actually had Lane on before. We've had him on Ike live show. Yes, so did. it's very nice to have him back joining us now, the one and only Lane Johnson,
3: everybody. Yes! Come on, everybody. What's up, Lane? Man, I'm sitting here about to watch this uh, Jake Paul-Tyron Woodley fight. So, hopefully, uh, Tyron Woodley can win for the sake of uh, athletes everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> for
0: now, all humanity. Yeah. Now, the, <laughs> now cry. Brian the Carpenter made a good analogy between that fight and fishing. And <laughs> you call Jake Paul the Guggen. The Guggen Squad well, in this new
2: reality, yeah, yeah. It's, this is what happens. That's that's what happens.
3: They Paul, the Snakehead of the of the,
0: the Snakehead, <laughs> the baby Snakehead of the Schuylkill. Yeah. uh how, how's the summer been, Lane? How's fishing?
3: How's how's fishing been this summer? Man, I I miss it. Uh, I, so I actually did a lot of fishing back home. Um, so I bought a ranch, uh, last year end up having it surveyed and it had a lot of uh small bass so they ended up so when they come and shock the pond they'll do like a population count And they pretty much said i need to eliminate all the fish from 9 to 12 inches um so they can stock the f1 strains in there so that's what i did end up taking out a lot of those and then uh yeah. got it restocked. so yeah man i i had a lot of good time back home doing that but when i get back up here not a only person i, I really fish with is you so I, I miss it and i'm kind of tied up with training camp right now so I can only watch them from, from the phone. Man, you're, you're. if I'm correct, about
0: two weeks away. Is that is that right, Lane?
3: Yeah, two weeks away. We uh, just got done um, with a scrimmage uh, against the Jets. So the, the starters, we didn't play, but the previous two days was like a scrimmage. Um, so we did that joint practice with them, and then the previous week was against the Patriots. And then this coming week, uh, just getting prepared for Atlanta, and then the next week is is the real deal, so we kick off. Wow, it's it's
0: close. Um, t- take me through training. How's training been this year? How's the bro barn going? How's everything been?
3: It, it really went well. So I had surgery in December on my ankle. I had a tightrope surgery on the outside. Then I had a deltoid repair on the inside. So I, I played with the deltoid for about seven games last year. And uh, that was difficult. I got pass blocked, but really hard to drive uh, in a run game. But I got that fixed and really um, ha- had a good training this all summer I had a lot of the guys from the team up here. So, uh, me and Gabe had the whole squad, me, uh, Nate Herbig, uh, Matt Pryor, Jalen would come in every now and then, uh, John Runyon jr. So, uh, Caesar Cesar, yeah. who's, who's from Camden. So just a lot of guys uh, every day, uh, just lifting and running and then getting ready for training camp. So that's really, um, seems like an endless process with something we, you know, we always got to do to get in shape. Yeah, it was, uh,
0: It was an amazing experience, Lane. The episode that we filmed was one of the first episodes of this first season of my world. And I got to be honest, you you were I don't know if you remember, but when I pulled up to the bro barn, I was very intimidated. I, I was I was very intimidated by, you know, not just the facility, not just the size, the work ethic of you guys, but the equipment itself. I was very intimidated uh, but you guys made me feel welcome. You made me feel at home and man, I really, I, I gained this new appreciation for, for how important that training is. And, and I think a lot of people don't realize that, you know, they, they come back, they, they sit on their couch on Sundays, they watch the game and they don't see it. But you guys, you guys train hard. It's strenuous. It's a lot of work. Talk a little bit about that. I mean, it's not like, it's not like a playground. Like you guys are, there's theory their strategy, you guys
3: are, are training hard. Yeah, so with my job, I mean, a lot of heavy lifting is you want to get your body used to absorbing lots of heavy weight. So my my job is an the offensive line, so those guys are running full speed and I'm backpedaling pretty much and, and absorbing a lot of force. So yeah. uh, white rack, you know, we try to do pretty heavy weight just to get your body used to that load. And then, um, you know, it's all about progression. So we slowly amp it up, um, you know, from the beginning of the offseason – to where we are now and then once you get to the season then you kind of crank it up again so you want to hit your peak around december january that time of year so uh, really lifting heavy all year round is pretty important so like during the season, lift as, as many reps but still pretty heavy weight just to get your like i said get your body used to that low because if it's not that's when you have breaks have strains uh those types of injuries but um, yeah, I mean, for my game, I mean, really everything for me is about quickness. I got to be very quick uh, in a five yard box. So for me, ply metrics, I got to explode out of my stance. And really, everything with me is about the, the cadence. So I got I to gotta get off the ball. I'm trying to get off that ball slightly ahead of that defensive end so he doesn't have a step on me. So the defensive end is trying to rush up the field and get me to turn my shoulder. And they're taught once that shoulder is turned, then they press and, and try to pry you open. So yeah, it's like anything. I'll t- I tell you what, the, the worst training I've ever done was MMA training. That was That is the most difficult just because uh, for the, the cardio, it's a, di- it's a different type of um, cardio, you know, full on, you know, five-minute rounds or whatever it is, um, having another human being pressing up against you. And just the, the variety they do. I mean, they, they do striking, they do jiu-jitsu groundwork, they do strength and conditioning. So I had a chance to do that. Early in my career, fourteen, I went out and trained at Jay Glazer's gym, and he had a few MMA fighters out there training. And um, yeah, it was it was some of the toughest stuff I've, d- I've ever done. Uh, Couture was out there, uh, Daniel Cormier, uh, Chuck Liddell was out there, and it was it was terrible. I, mean, I was out there getting my ass. <laughs> 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 and wow. That, so, that- and- Usually those – I mean, in that world, they, they look at guys that had egos or go in the gym, and those will be the first guys you try to break. So after the first day, I puked probably three or four times. I was like, Dude. <laughs> like what have I gotten into? But, yeah, that's, that's where I found kind of the appreciation for that, for that world. Just like you walking into my weight room, that's how it was whenever I went to train in that type of environment. It was the same type of feeling. Yeah,
0: that's incredible. Jim, are you surprised to hear Lane say something like that?
6: it is different like he says it's a different type of cardio yeah. uh when somebody's actually like pushing back on you it's right. uh it doesn't matter what you do if you're not used to it yeah it it's going to fatigue you um but it, everything like i i had the opportunity to work out with a bunch of uh uh guys getting ready for the combine at uh the Parisi Speak school uh here in New Jersey and yeah. uh in uh, Fairlawn and i mean the athletes ain't going into football it's just I mean, scary. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys focused on MMA, I think it'd be, it'd be different, but yeah. you know, we yeah. don't have the, yeah. The different sports. Well, right? I
0: I can tell you this. I can honestly say this and it's half embarrassing, but I, I'll be honest with everybody. Um, getting an opportunity to jump into your world lane and Jim, uh, we're going to have Keyshawn on a little later. Who's a bull rider. Um, These were the most grueling days I've had in my life, to be honest with you. Like, I I would come back.
4: Tell everybody, which was the hardest during the actual filming Yes, and which hurt the most after? Okay.
2: Yes, be honest. All right,
0: I will be honest. So I would would put Lane and Jim as two of the hardest during the training uh, for sure. The the moves, learning the moves, the endurance with Jim, uh, with Lane, the the equipment and and the the stamina, I, I was drained. I was I Lane, you said throwing up at, at the UFC thing. I was throwing up almost at your at your <laughs> training camp. Um, but the most injured for a long period of time was with Keyshawn, the bull rider. Yeah, and I was I was bruised. I'm st- I still have bruised, and that was a couple of weeks ago that we filmed. So, pretty pretty bruised up, and w- and we will talk about that later. R- but uh,
2: r- Riley had to carry him away from the bull,
0: and r- yeah, it's true. <laughs> Riley had to carry me away from the bull. She's a year
2: older, a bit stronger, so it wasn't hard on her.
0: That's so. right. That's right. Uh, shout out to Riley. Shout out to Riley. But but hard training, hard training's good. Uh, Lane, I've got a question for you. Are there any similarities between Pro fishing and pro football. You're at the highest level of professional football. You got to to fish. Uh, you you fish a lot. Are there any similarities you can draw between fishing and football?
3: Yeah, I mean, I guess that three hour window is our crunch time. You had the whole day, for far as you have to catch these fish. But yeah, I guess any higher level of anything, it's all about the attention to detail. So you got to where you at because you understand a lot more than just average fisherman. You study weather pattern, weather patterns, you study fish patterns. So, I mean, really it's about that, the attention to details, is gonna make your work easier for you. So yeah. you had those trial days before the tournament where you're trying to gather as much information on what you're gonna be using, how to catch it, all that. It's kind of the same thing when we're game planning for uh, a team. Yeah. We're, I'd put the similarities right there with that. I mean, it's, it's, it's different. Atmosphere, but really, the game plan, the attention to detail—it's all pretty much the same. And I'd probably say when they're studying their guys, you know, it's—it is what it is. Yeah, Um, we had an amazing challenge
0: in our episode, Lane, and and we—I don't want to give too much away—but we had a little challenge we created called the Philly, 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 where we were fishing for three different species of fish, Mm. and on top of that. We created a bonus species and and again, I want people to watch this show. I cannot wait for them to see this episode. But tell me, what was the biggest surprise in our day of filming on the tidal Delaware River? Was there one thing that stands out that you said, man, I didn't I didn't I was surprised by that or I didn't know that about fishing on
3: the Delaware? Uh the one species of fish we caught that you caught on the on the uh, I believe it was a worm, so you are fishing like a bass, but it wasn't a bass that we caught, but you're <laughs> a rocks. So usually when you catch them, you fish a totally different way, and yeah. how you caught them was pretty was pretty cool. It was really yeah. cool. it?
0: It was really cool. I I got to be honest, uh, Jim, your episode was a challenge. The one that Lane and I filmed was a challenge. It took us in both of them it took us to the very end, right? Almost till the clock ran out yeah. to succeed. Uh, I want to ask both you guys this question. I'll start with you, Jim. Where does that that burning desire to keep going and keep going until you succeed, where does that come from? Does that come from your childhood, wrestling, colleg- collegiate level wrestling, high school level wrestling? Where does it come from?
1: Are you crazy? Yeah. Or are you just uh, nuts? Yeah. I,
6: you know, uh, my, my father always used to just, before I'd step on the mat wrestling, he's always just said, have fun and do your best. Yeah. Right? And like, as I've uh, coming up, this will be my, my 38th fight in the UFC. And it'll be my 50th fight. Uh, professionally. I've learned that there's so much stuff that I cannot control yeah. going into a fight. Right. Uh, and there are really only two things that I can control. And that's the amount of effort that I put in. Yeah. And that's my attitude and the way that I approach anything that comes at me yep. right so if if i'm sacrificing my time to do something i'm i'm sure as hell gonna put in every little bit of energy that i can yeah uh, into it so if there if there's time on the clock i'm going right uh you know because that's why i'm there yeah <laughs> that's 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 my job to is to you know whatever it is i'm, I'm very good at focusing on that task at hand whether yep. it's catching fish yeah whether it's uh fighting yep. keep, keep
0: yeah keep keep pushing keep pushing Lane, same question for you. We've all got to watch you on the field uh, with the Eagles, uh, and I got to watch it on the boat with you uh, catching a key fish for us at the very end in our show. Where does that, where does that derive from you? Is it from your childhood? Is it, is it your work
3: ethic? Where do you get that, that never give up spirit? Where does that come from? I think it came from an early age. So what's crazy? My dad was actually a bull rider. My dad was six six, riding bulls. Usually, guys are five six riding bulls. So <laughs> Ultra competitive dude, uh, pretty tough on me growing up. But really, man, I, my my first love was basketball. So when I first got, um, you know, around state tournaments and competing with with my team, that kind of gave me the the desire and the love of the game. Just being around the the group of guys, and then once, yeah. Uh, I got into the football realm. I just realized how hard it was. And then as I started getting more successful, the, the the desire just kept increasing. And so it was like just something that kept fueling. as like going into my junior year, you know, it was my first year playing tackle. I, and, and I had a great year and then going into my senior year, I started realizing, okay, I can get drafted. Okay. Now I'm realizing I can be a third rounder, or a first rounder. Okay. I get drafted in the first round now. Okay. Now what's my next goal? And then I just kept, I, I kept progressing. And, uh, you know, I think a lot of, of it was who I who I was around so yeah and you know I got a hall of famer at the left tackle position my job was just to study him so um there is a there's a saying success leaves clues so when I watch the the greats and what they do in anything usually they're spending a whole lot more time and it's just really it's a will I mean it's all it's all will in you either you have it or you don't and so uh, that's what drives me. And as I get older, uh, you know, I'm trying to milk it for all it's worth, um, uh, as I get into my thirties. And that drives me even more, man, to, to finish my career on a high note. Yeah.
0: Well, that's, that's awesome. And, uh, I've got to experience that with a lot of great athletes in this show. Uh, Riz real quick before we let Lane go, any, any questions here on the IM for, uh, for Lane or Jim?
5: Yeah. So, um, uh, Watson on the message board wants to know Lane, um, how would you Watson Watson yeah Watson maybe Ronnie but Watson on the message board wants to know um can you see why growing up on a tough body of water that you got to experience like the Delaware River can help shape an angler to 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 exceed uh under pressure obviously when you guys were out there and I got to be with you guys on this one in the camera boat like you said Mike tough it went down to the wire talk a little bit about how that kind of tough fishery can uh can can help you know mold somebody to to be successful
3: uh that's the first thing mike said to me he said man you're spoiled you're from the south i grew up fishing this river i grew up fishing that's 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 exactly what he said so (laughs) no promised land the milk and honey and he was on there on the the dirty streets fishing in the sewer gutters so (laughs) uh, you know so i as as he got more uh as, as he got better And he started uh catching fish on tough bodies of water he realized he can go to some some pretty nice places and probably do really well himself so i think that just probably drew him even more to to be where he is but that's the first thing he said to me was like man you were spoiled down in the south so uh that's why he has that edge to him because buckle up get ready this is the delaware (laughs) 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 delaware true that's awesome
0: uh so true and lane i had such a good time filming our episode I can't wait for you to see the full episode. I can't wait for people to see it. I think they're going to enjoy it. I think they're going to have a fun ride with us, both at the Bro Barn while we were training and on the water. I think they're going to have a blast. Before we let you go, Lane, give us a prediction for the Eagles this year, and I'm hoping you give me a good prediction because I'm going to be watching every
3: game. Give us a prediction. What's going to happen with the Eagles this year? It's to win win the NFC East and then uh, go in the playoffs. And so – I'm going to say that. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. My goal is to, to to win the division, and then you can go from there. Usually good things happen when you win the division. So, um, but right now we got Atlanta week one. We got a 17-round fight, and, uh, you know, that's just to get to the dance. So, oh, yeah, uh, we're in round one coming up. Randall Cunningham yeah. coming back, bro. That's awesome.
2: <laughs> that's awesome. Yes, he is. Randall. Randall. Come on. Go yeah, on.
0: Randall. Uh, Lane, we're going to be watching you throughout the season. Uh, thanks for coming on the show.
3: Um, look forward to fishing with you again. Can't wait to share the boat with you. Uh, <laughs> you need, just send me some pictures of some of the big boys you catch while I'm while I'm tra- while I'm practicing. Make me feel a little bit better.
0: You got <laughs> it. I'll do it. We'll trade out. There you have it, Lane Johnson. Everyone, yeah, thanks, Lane. yes. Man, I'm telling you. The great thing, and I don't want to give too much away about the show, but when we fished with Lane, Lane caught, and I'm not going to say the species, Lane caught a monster fish, Jim. This thing was massive. By Delaware River standards, it was massive. And when Lane finally landed this fish and held it, it looked like it could have been like a 10-inch fish (laughs) (laughs) because of the sheer size of Lane's body and hands and arms. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The perspective of it was off. So I want to warn people when you watch it, you know, because, like, Jim, when we fished, you, that first bass you caught was a good one. Yeah, that was, a yeah, you know, fish. four pound, three and three quarter, four pound class fish. And it looked like that. But when Lane catches that same style fish, time yes. <laughs> looks like it's a minnow. So be prepared for that. I want everybody prepared for that. Um, let me remind you. Yes, you are watching. This is a My World special. Brand new show. Coming tomorrow night on CBS Sports, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Hang in there with us. We're going to take just a little commercial break. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. S- small yeah.
2: commercial break. Mike, before you do yeah. that, do you, um, uh, oh god, that Mel Gibson movie from way back where he was, uh, History uh, the World, uh, Mel <laughs> oh. Gibson, not Mel Brooks. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> leave the weapon. Jamil, Damn I it. I know you know this, <laughs> oh. Master Blaster. You what know, you remember, Master Blaster? Yes. What the hell movie was this? Mad Max: Beyond Mad Thunderdome? Max. Oh, Mad Max. Yeah, I yeah. Know Mad Max! that's what yeah. you and Lane look like on your boat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, master blaster was that that big ogre and then the little guy sat oh, on his shoulders yeah. and controlled him or something Damn, we,
5: well, <laughs> he's just a child
2: <laughs> oh my god
5: <laughs> i will never forget seeing you and lane come across the flat last summer yeah. during the pro-am yeah and i just see this giant guy sitting on the front it of a no bas- shirt on yeah no shirt sitting it's on, shirtless. The, sitting on yeah. the front of a bass boat i turned around i was like that's got to be Lane Johnson. Yeah, yeah.
0: What is that? Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because I actually want to recreate a Mad Max scene now, like that. Oh, it's easy. Like we need multiple boats. We need spikes. We need leather. I'm pretty sure. We need whips. <laughs> a dog whistle. I'm pretty yeah. sure. I <laughs> Photoshop that. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Looks
5: right, like we'll, Andre the Giant.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we definitely want to recreate that. Um, hang in there with us. We're gonna take a commercial break. We come back. We got a whole nother segment. Uh, with some celebrity guest athletes talking about my brand new show called My
1: World. Hang in there. We'll be right back. I am actually going to pass it. To everyone who went fishing during
6: the pandemic, it's been nice getting to know you.
0: And watching you get to know all there is to love about fishing. As you return to your regular, busy life, we hope to still see you at the bridge, the pond, the lake, and the pier. You're not a newbie anymore. You're one of us.
1: Look at that monster.
0: I can vividly remember back when I was a kid and, you know, searching for information, and it was so much work and it was such a struggle to get that knowledge, to get that information. Ah!
1: Ah! Never give up!
0: It's highly detailed, specific information from A to Z to help you learn, get to the water, and become a better angler quickly. That's what the Bash University is all about. Tackle Warehouse has everything you need to get out and catch more bass. Rods for every application or technique. Over a thousand reels to choose from monofilament, braid, and fluorocarbon lines. A massive selection of baits from the smallest to the largest. Exclusive baits and colors only available at Tackle Warehouse. Everything you need to build or customize your favorite lures. And of course, countless options
5: to store it all. Tackle Warehouse, click, save, fish. Want to know the difference between power bait and other soft plastics? Ask the fish. Berkeley scientists have Thousands of flavors tested on thousands of fish. Natural. Man made. Every bait that's ever hit the water. And no matter the shape, size, or color, power bait is the only one that is scientifically proven. Fish bite and will not let go.